Well, normally when you make an, when, when you come to an agreement with two different parties, you have people on both parties vote for it. But the difficulty that's different than any time before is the Democrats will tell you there's nothing in the bill for them. Nothing. The president numerous times, he kept asking for tax increases, new government programs, and I just said no. Just say no, Kevin McCarthy. That's uh, that's a victory. And Joe Biden only gets between $4 trillion and $10 trillion and gets to push it past the next presidential election before it becomes a fake crisis again. Well, uh, happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a wonderful uh, three-day weekend, an all-American weekend. But da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We've got a lot of stories to get to because, you know, the news just keeps on coming. It's, uh, it's a madhouse out there, isn't it? Uh, before we get into the, to the next batch of crazy, and I got to say, you know, Kevin McCarthy, hey, you know, Joe Biden didn't get everything he wanted. Well, that's a relief to hear since the Republicans control the House of Representatives and therefore the purse strings of the United States government. So we're only going to add four, maybe $10 trillion to the national debt now, and we'll uh, push the threshold how long it would take to pay off our debt at a dollar a second from more than 900,000 years to 1,100,000 years to pay off the national debt at $1 per second. Um, but pay no attention to that because nobody has any intention of paying down the national debt, only adding to the national debt. So let's uh, let's take a uh, let's take a phone call. Enough about that money stuff. I've got all kinds of crazy stories. Uh, death penalty in Uganda for being gay. Death penalty in Uganda for being gay, or maybe just life in prison, depending on you know how guilty you are. They'll get that. That's you know. And the uh, what at, at uh, Target stores and beyond, they have coffee mugs. They sell gender fluid. They say gender fluid. You know, like uh, tranny fluid. It's kind of like, uh, you know, tranny, maybe it should say that on it uh, instead. Be the RuPaul line of coffee mugs. We have coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store and T-shirts that say, remember normal, remember normal. And I survived the Wuhan Red Death, uh, and we have uh, plenty more. And uh, not just coffee mugs, we also have beer uh, pint glasses with all kinds of fun stuff on them too. Great gifts for your friends. Great to have around the house. I got them around my house, but, you know, I'm cheating. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's talk to the nice people. Let's uh, let's go to Rick, who is waiting patiently. He's calling from Ottawa, Canada, another country altogether. Rick, you're on the Chris Plant show. <laughs> hi, hi, Chris Plant. Uh, you're an absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure to talk to you again. Quickly, uh, a couple of things before I get to the main point that why I called if I had time. The 100-year-old veteran, God love him, God bless him, and he has more presence of mind, cogenitive ability than the president coming into the White House. He probably should be leading the country right now. (laughs) Um, One of my uncles was a... uh, Sorry, my dad was a, a veteran of the Canadian Army Corps of Signals. He had his best buddy was shot down by the Luftwaffe, and uh, also a good family friend who suffered the same fate at the hands of the Luftwaffe. Uh, these gentlemen, including your father and, and others, went to war and they had bullets shot at them to defend our freedoms. And I think that's something we should, uh, we should keep in mind on this day after Memorial Day. Uh, a very grim and somber thought, but something always to keep in mind. 
Um, the other thing is uh, Barbarella. Barbarella Jane. Uh-huh. <laughs> Barbarella was her. Barbarella was one of her greatest acting uh, uh, performances. I don't know if you're familiar. With oh, I, I think I def- definitely her best movie. Her uh, her <laughs> husband Roger Vadim directed the movie, and uh, yeah, it's, I think it's her most high quality movie. And she certainly uh, looked better in that movie. And and came up uh, Barbarella. It's a it's a joke of a movie, but it's kind of fun to watch. It's a it's a cult classic in its own right. I think that was the apex of her career, and she probably should have stopped there. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Clute. Everybody talks about Clute. Clute is a tedious movie, uh, but Barbarella is at least funny. Um, just an earlier caller, caller, Charles, I think his name was, referred to climate change and all that thing. Dr. Patrick Moore, who is a, a fellow Canuckian and once was a founder, he was a founder of Greenpeace. Now, he was a doctor like Jill Biden is a doctor, but I think he has more street creds. He is on record of saying, now he's come around 360, or at least he's come to his senses. He says that so-called man-made climate change was actually a good thing in the history of uh, whatever you call it, uh, the study of climate and man, etc. The advent of the coming of man and animals and plants on the earth coincided with an increase in CO2. Now, again, this is an argument to be made. You can accept it or not accept it. It's a valid discussion. He said that actually was a good thing. It actually ensured the the survival of mankind and and animals and plants. Uh, And he's also on record of saying uh, that if you want to save trees, use paper, (laughs) use wood. Uh, I think I remember reading an article in a local paper here in Ottawa where he talked about that very thing. If you want to ensure sustainability, Use stuff that you want to sustain, <laughs> whether it's wood or oil or anything else. But uh, he, he's on record as saying that, and he, you know, you can fa- everybody can fact check me if you want. Dr. Patrick Moore, founder of Greenpeace, yeah, and I think I've heard an interview on the radio a few times yeah. in regards to. Well, you're you're a Canadian. Why would you lie? Canadians don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I uh, well, you're absolutely right, and uh, and uh, he also, uh, Dr. Patrick Morris said that humans are not to blame for global warming. He said that as well, and you can find uh, you can find articles on that since you brought him up. Uh, 2014, he's saying, uh, and, and again, founder of Greenpeace and uh, traveling the world and uh, pounding the table and talking about saving the world, and he's like, well, you know, climate changes. He's kind of like what I always say: climate changes. And uh, humans are not responsible for any change that occurs in the climate. I wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, give uh, human beings that much credit. We live on the planet, and the planet uh, lives beneath our feet. And um, Rick, I got to say, is there is there looting going on behind you, or is is your is there's a lot of looting going on here in the United States? It sounds like not not too much so far. Not too much obvious anyway. Although I did have a couple of wallets stolen into my car the other day, which I'm I can't believe happened. But one further thing I should mention: my father, who I consider a reliable source, the Canadian member of the Canadian Signal Corps, told me in regard to the Royal Canadian Air Force before you guys, you Yankees, officially entered the Second World War, uh-huh. there were a significant number of Americans who entered the Royal Canadian Air Force to fight against the Nazis. So in spite of whatever your you know, FDR and his Democrats were doing or not hemming and hawing on whether or not to fight the Nazis, yeah. a, number of, a goodly number of American men entered the Royal Canadian Air Force and fought 
in the in the RCAF. Now so let me let me let me let me pause you there. I'm I, I thought you were going someplace, but let me let me uh, tell you this. My father, I've told this story on the radio, but not for quite a while. My father was one of those people that left his home in New York, went to Canada, joined the Royal Canadian Air Force. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't believe that that is a fact because I, I didn't even think of that when I called you today. But that, that's that's absolutely astounding. That's that is. And, and uh, when I was a kid, we had the RCAF uh, exercise manuals and some of his some of his um, uh, regalia. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 5BX plan, yeah, I'm familiar with that. I, I should probably start doing it now. I'm getting a little pudgy. <laughs> I uh, well, it's and it's grueling. I got to tell you, the the push-ups where you you do push-ups, you clap your hands, then slap your chest, then come back down. The RCAF uh, push-ups, you know, it's easy. And then, do, and then you do the hokey pokey. <laughs> right, exactly, and turn it all about. Well, that's, I can't believe that you didn't know that because I talked about that maybe a year ago or more. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I was well aware his father was was in the the Air Force, but it right. was. And then and then and then Pearl Harbor happened. Yeah, I told this story about a year ago. Then Pearl Harbor happened and and Canada being Canada, they said, you know, the United States said, hey, a bunch of our guys went up and joined. Uh, We'd like them back. And Canada said, well, you know, if they want to go back, uh, they can go back. And if uh, they want to stay, they can stay. And I guess some state, my father came back. He had already been uh, trained to fly in the RCAF, the Royal Canadian Air Force. And so they decided to put him in the Navy, and he became a Navy fighter pilot flying off of ships. But it was the Canadians that first taught him to fly uh, fighter jets, uh, fighter planes, oh not well, jets. You know what? Us Canucks are good for some things in spite of <laughs> Anyway, God love you. Take care. Well, thank you. Yeah, I can't believe you brought that up. That is uh, quite a coincidence. That's uh, that's really something. Yes, sir. Yeah, and a lot of Americans. And then I think when I told the story about a year ago, there's another story that goes with that. And here's kind of an amazing story. We're having dinner with the man who was then the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the U.S. military. His name was General Hugh Shelton. And General Hugh Shelton told a story that was quite fascinating. Uh, and, uh, you know, Rick, I think you'll like this one, too. During the Vietnam War, a, a number of Americans fled the United States and went to Canada to avoid the draft. A greater number of Canadians left Canada, came to the United States to join the U.S. military to get into the Vietnam War. That is a wild story. General Hugh Shelton said that uh, he had that uh, fun fact told to him by the Canadian chief of staff with whom he had recently uh, had dinner as well. And, uh, yeah, a lot of Americans went up to Canada before Pearl Harbor because Britain was in the war, so Canada was in the war. And my father was one of them, uh, lived in New York, and uh, went up to Canada to join to get into the war to go kill some Nazis. And, um, and then Pearl Harbor happened before he deployed, and they said, well, you can go back to the U.S. and fight for them if you want after Pearl Harbor. So my father came back to the U.S., already trained to fly, put him in the Navy to be a Navy fighter pilot to fly off of... Uh, you know, little aircraft carriers in the ocean. So a couple of fun stories since Rick called in from Ottawa, Canada. Do it. See, it's uh, it's like that. Now I um, now back to so, you know, back back to Earth. But a uh, great, uh, great call, Rick. Thank you. Very sounds very loud in Ottawa, though, doesn't it? Like there's a big party going on there. Maybe it's uh, maybe they're curling. Wrong time of year for curling. But that's yeah, I always think of curling, you know, <laughs> All right. 
So um, here's a here's a crazy story. I was listening to WMAL radio driving in this morning, and I was the uh, police in Washington D.C. arrested what was he eleven years old and eleven year old for multiple armed robberies in Northwest Washington D.C. eleven years old, and I said, well, that's a terrible thing, and it kind of goes with this story out of Guyana. Guyana is in South America on the north coast of, uh, the, uh, of uh, South America. It's where Jim Jones went with his Jonestown death cult, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and everybody dies. They were racists and they were socialists, by the way. But Guyana, a 15-year-old girl charged as adult for murdering 19 people in school fire. School fire. The um, uh, officials say the fire that killed 18 teenage girls and a 5-year-old boy was deliberately set by this 15-year-old girl because the school had confiscated her cell phone. They took away her cell phone, so she torched the dormitory, killed 18 girls, school girls between the ages of 12 and 18, plus a 5-year-old boy who's the son of uh, one of the, the school marms that worked at the school, the house mother, and uh, the 15-year-old girl has been arrested for killing, murdering 19 people in a fire because they took her phone away. Because they took her phone away. That's, that's not good. That's, uh, that's bad. Very bad thing. Um, and, you know, I heard about the uh, uh, 10, the 11-year-old, the armed robberies and all this. Uh, also, I want to get into Henry Kissinger uh, turning 100 years old. And the left is, of course, all over the Internet uh, wanting him murdered because they're the left and they're the most blood-drenched, bloodthirsty gang of ghouls in the history of the world. They make jihadis look like the Red Cross. They're the left. Wah, wah, wah. You know, it's official. Reports are out now saying that the banking collapse of 2023 more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. Right now, a series of global financial dominoes are falling all around us, and it's not over yet, kids. Don't wait for the email coming to you saying, sorry, your account has been frozen. We've got to take action now to protect what we've worked so hard to build over the years. Time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets and request your free wealth protection guide. Give them a call today, 888 the number 4 Gold 20. That's 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequence. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Again, that's 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, uh, Matt took her cell phone away. That's a, that's a terrible story. And Henry Kissinger turning 100 years old. The Democrat Party in the United States has murder in its heart. And they're the biggest bunch of looters you've ever seen, too. That's coming up as well. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. 
Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, the uh, Washington Post had a piece um, over the weekend, I guess. And uh, Henry Kissinger is turning 100, a long-running meme, wishes otherwise. That's the headline at the Washington Post, wishing Henry Kissinger death and writing glowingly about people that wish Henry Kissinger death. He turned 100 years old on the 27th of May, three days ago. He survived the Nazis, and now the left is a ghoulish gang of bloodthirsty jackals seeking to slake their thirst on a great man, a great figure of the 20th century, combating communism, which is totalitarianism, which is slavery. The left-leaning precincts of social media, the elder statesman's longevity, is no cause for celebration because the left loves death and murder. Mark Yarm typed the piece on behalf of the hate-filled left. Henry Kissinger served as National Security Advisor and Secretary of State under Presidents Richard M. Nixon and Gerald Ford, will turn 100 years old on March 27th. Again, it was from over the, the weekend, the story, or Friday, perhaps. And to mark the occasion, he recently sat down for an interview with CBS News Sunday morning senior contributor, Ted Koppel. Yes, that Ted Koppel. The segment was largely friendly, save for a testy exchange midway through. Ted Koppel said, There are people on our broadcast, CBS News, who are questioning the legitimacy of even doing an interview with you, like giving uh, Donald Trump a platform. They feel that strongly about what they consider, I'll put it in language they would use, your criminality, your criminality. And there are websites all over the place and Twitter accounts wishing Henry Kissinger should die. Now, I, I want to start a Twitter account, uh, is Hillary Clinton dead yet? And do it every day, is Hillary Clinton dead yet? And see how the Post responds. Now, the uh, the... Radical left-wing extremists at the Washington Post. This is the rhetoric that we all use directing at one another, right? If you're not with me, then you're a radical and an extremist. And uh. The headline is, Why are stores from Walmart to Nike closing in major cities? The reason is Democrats. But uh, the story goes on for pages and pages. I printed it out at seven pages long. The answer is Democrat criminals stealing and uh, destroying everything 
and the Democrat politicians uh, neutering the police and emboldening the criminals. Uh, and uh, that's why. That's, that's the short answer. That's it in a, in a thimble. As retailers leave some cities, one grocery store chain is trying to stay. Giant Food, that's here in the Washington and the Mid-Atlantic region. Giant Food is taking several small steps to cut costs and stop theft without deterring customers. Now, you've seen all over the place now the plexiglass panels going up and over the store shelves with the locks, and you have to go find somebody to you know, get a, a can of shaving cream and where because the Democrats are stealing everything. Now, and they tell a story about a man who was in a giant food store and, and his father is elderly and needs to get into the giant pharmacy, but the Democrats are destroying the world. So um, this uh, man, Keith Redmond, ran into the president of giant food in the grocery store, whose name is Ira Kress. And Kress said he'd be... Uh, he would rather not make it harder for shoppers to enter supermarkets, this, uh, this man Keith Redmond said. His father, you closed down one of the entrances to the grocery store, and his father is elderly and he has trouble. And then the, he ran into the president of the company. He says, what's with that? And Ira Kress, the president of Giant Food, said he didn't want to make it harder for shoppers to get into the supermarket. Uh, but he closed the entrance, and he, and he says it's worth it because it creates more obstacles for shoplifters who are Democrats and allows for fewer guards. they got to pay more guards if they have more entrances. I told you about the giant food out in Virginia. A friend of mine sent me pictures. They shut down the entrance. I told you about a giant food I went into in D.C. They've got a sign up, up front talking about the theft and the shoplifting and the crime because of Democrats. It's D.C. There are no Republicans. And uh, said he doesn't want to create more obstacles, but he wants to create obstacles for shoplifters. So that's, uh, that's the thing. And uh, one way the regional grocery store chain is trying to confront a trend that retailers across the country are dealing with, rampant and pervasive theft. Crime isn't the only problem retailers are facing right now, because Democrats do other stuff, too. They're also decreasing foot traffic in urban centers because of the crime and because of the Wuhan Red Death out of communist China and inflation-related issues because of Democrat economic policies, higher labor costs because of Democrats, and real estate costs. He said combined these forces are leading to some of the country, some of the country's largest companies and retailers to take a hard look at underperforming markets and in some ways, close, in some cases, close stores. But shoplifting is high on Cress's mind these days. He said, to say that theft has risen tenfold in the last five years would not be an overstatement, noting that violence has also, he says, increased exponentially in the last five years. Well, what's happened? The Democrats started rioting. I think it's been three years since St. George of Fentanyl uh, died, and the Democrats started rioting and looting, and Democrats in Congress and elsewhere said it was reparations and therefore legitimate and justified to loot and riot and plunder. And the news media told us it was mostly peaceful, which is why we have T-shirts and coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store that say mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful on it. I brought a mostly peaceful coffee mug uh, to my friend Anna at Newsmax 
a couple of days ago, the mostly peaceful coffee mug. The uh, Bowie, Maryland store is about 19 miles outside of Washington, D.C. But the, uh, and, and because they've got mayhem going on there, the theft and the violence, and that's outside of the city. That's not even in the city, right? But this is the Democrats, make no mistake about it. This is not, this is political. They've made crime okay. And you can steal in a lot of jurisdictions up to $900, $950, and they promise you there will be no prosecution. I spent rolling thunder uh, 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 Sunday, Memorial Day weekend, two days ago, with a bunch of friends of mine on the mall. A lot of them are police officers, D.C., and there are a lot of police jurisdictions in D.C. And I was told by police officer friends of mine that police in D.C. are not policing, they're not making arrests, they're not running after people, they're not driving fast, because they know that the Democrats that have been elected are looking to lynch them as police officers and let the criminals go. Therefore, we have spiking crime, predictably, because Democrats, one word answer. So the Bowie store, about 19 miles out of D.C., the uh, problems retailers face, have been particularly pronounced in larger cities. Walmart, Whole Foods, Nike, Kroger, Nordstrom, Old Navy, Target, the Washington Post tells us, have all announced exits from major urban areas. In addition to D.C. itself, other cities seeing news of stores pulling out include San Francisco, Portland, Philadelphia, Chicago, Atlanta, Seattle. The trend, which industry experts say is in the beginning stages, could foreshadow a further emptying of downtowns already wounded by the pandemic. For the big box and grocery stores, which are trying to optimize a single-digit profit margin, it's very difficult to operate in these cities and these environments. You will see more and more exits happening, said a senior analyst at Alvarez and Marcel, a consumer and retail group. Now, this is because of crime and looting. The Democrats have made looting, and it's, you don't have to have a riot have looters, the Democrat Party is the party of looting. Looty Vuitton stores are gone everywhere because the Democrats have looted through them. I've told you again and again about the uh, looting at CVS stores in the neighborhood around this radio station and across D.C., organized, orchestrated looting by Democrats. And because the Democrats have uh, severed the gonads from the police, the police are shrugging and saying, and listen, there, there are interviews in here of store managers saying, uh, we don't even have our security people try to stop the looters anymore. They just watch them leave, and then the stores will leave the cities. And then we'll have, you know, food deserts and drugstore deserts in the city of Washington and Seattle and San Francisco and New York and Chicago and Atlanta, every place else. And this is entirely on the Democrat Party, 100% because they're anti-law enforcement, pro-crime, pro-criminal. They put these George Soros, anti-Semite that he is, prosecutors in big cities who don't prosecute crimes but prosecute police. And that's the name of that tune. So we got that going for us. Speaking of uh, Democrat mobs and the criminals that uh, they, uh, oh, but wait, there's more because this is uh, perfectly normal now. 
Lululemon employees. Have you seen this Lululemon video? These guys going to Lululemon saying they just load up their arms. And uh, look, oh, there is there is nothing about race in the seven-page Washington Post story. If you look at the videos, there are a couple of white guys here and there, uh, but not many. Just look at the videos. But the Washington, if they were all white guys, that'd be on the headline. But uh, but never mind that. Lululemon employees say they were fired for intervening during a robbery. And it's these guys who have come in again and again. They load up their arms, big, strong guys. They load up their arms with stacks and stacks of stuff that they're stealing. And now National Review has the story, and the Washington Post doesn't. Two female employees say they were fired from a Georgia store branch of the athleisure brand Lululemon for confronting store robbers and calling local law enforcement on them after they stole all the stuff. Jennifer Ferguson, former assistant manager, Lululemon store in Peachtree Corners in Atlanta, recorded a 30-second video of a group of men wearing face coverings entering the store in broad daylight, stealing clothing from the upscale realtor. No, 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 you can't march back out, uh, Ferguson said to the thieves during the robbery. The group, which had reportedly burglarized the store nearly a dozen times previously, were unfazed by her bravery. Chill. Beep. B-word. You're a beep. Um, And uh, cursing at her because they're keeping it classy. They were identified as Democrats uh, by the police. Ferguson uh, followed and made video of the group in their getaway car waiting in a nearby parking lot. Called the police, her fellow employee, Rachel Rogers said they were told they violated Lululemon corporate policy by notifying the Gwyneth County Police Department uh, and, uh, excuse me, the Gwinnett County uh, Police Department. And the incident, uh, the company, uh, uh, you know, uh, look, this is, this is what's going on across the country. So here's, uh, here's the word. The word is out. Lululemon lets you steal all their stuff and won't allow their employees to call the police or they'll fire the employees. I assume that's corporate policy across the country. So, you know, ring the dinner bell, boys and girls. There it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right, let's, uh, let's go to, uh, we've got the AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She held a, uh, I guess you'd have to call it a town hall meeting. Were they hoping that Henry Kissinger would die while they were there? Sure they were. They're Democrats. And uh, here's, I can't read the headline from this either because it's all expletives deleted. Uh, From the American Wire, you're a piece of beep. AOC constituents unleash at Queens, Queens, New York, town hall meeting. And uh, U.S. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez constituents aren't happy (laughs) with their plucky squad member. The story begins. At a Friday town hall meeting in Corona, Queens, New York City, angry New Yorkers, how could you tell they were angry, uh, repeatedly disrupted Ocasio-Cortez with loud boos and shouted statements about everything from immigration to Ukraine to the debt limit. They want more bad things everywhere because they're Democrats. Turned the event into a hostile, chaotic mess for the Democratic Socialist. It sounded like this. People are just standing up and taking over, just yelling. There's a microphone. You can wait in line, take a question. But this is what it sounds like. 
because Democrats, now people are tussling, don't you touch me. Here it is. This went on and on. Democrats gathered to it. This is what democracy smells like. This is what democracy smells like. And people screaming, American citizens before migrants. Where are you on the immigrant issue? You're a piece of beep, expletive deleted. Uh, and uh, welcome to Queens, New York, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is what the Democrats have done to the United States of America, to politics, to public civil discourse. They've made rioting normal. They've made looting normal. They've made transgender babies a goal and a target. Um, and uh, now let's go to Uganda for an update out of Uganda, home of Idi Amin, who was a cannibal and used to eat human flesh for fun. Uganda leader, they have a new leader, signs law imposing life sentence for same-sex acts, CBS News headline, and death for, quote, aggravated homosexuality. They haven't really defined aggravated homosexuality. Ted Cruz has uh, condemned the, uh, the bill passed by the president, passed by the legislature, signed by the president there. Uganda's president signed one of the world's harshest anti-LGBTQ bills, CBS News reports. Uh, into law on Monday morning, yesterday morning, the law signed by President Yaweri Museveni uh, calls for imprisonment for anyone found to have engaged in, engaged in same-sex acts. Uh, anyone convicted of something labeled aggravated homosexuality, defined as same-sex sexual acts with children, disabled individuals, or anyone else deemed to be under threat, can now face the death penalty. Get the death penalty. What I wonder what their means of uh, execution is in Uganda, and uh, whether the uh, that's. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, has the uh, human rights campaign spoken up? Have they put out a statement on this yet? Joe Biden and uh, Ted Cruz rebuke Uganda's new anti-LGBTQ law, allowing the death penalty and life imprisonment, of course, for lesser offenses. Forbes magazine reports. CBS News left that out, the Ted Cruz condemnation, because, well, you know. There's journalism, and then there's politics, and then there's political journalism. All right, Christopher Wray is supposed to call Congressman James Comer on the phone to lie to him like he's a high school girl. And that may or may not happen today because the FBI has been subpoenaed. They need to hand over the document about Joe Biden when he was vice president taking $5 million in payoffs from foreign entities uh, in quid pro quo exchanges. But the FBI is so crooked that they're engaged in an active and ongoing cover-up. The Democrats defend FBI stonewalling James Comer. The subpoenaed file allegedly linking Joe Biden to $5 million bribery scheme. 
the Speaker of the House this morning was on television. Today is the deadline. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you, let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that. Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Know what he says, they are Mr. not Speaker? above the law. No, they, they are above the law. Uh, and I would go down there if I were Speaker of the House when the deadline passed. I'd go down with a phalanx of U.S. Capitol Police and demand that Christopher Ray come out and be placed under arrest. I'd create a photo op uh, extraordinaire. Uh, and uh, we have Congressman uh, Greg Stubbe from Florida, the home run hitter, who uh, said he's uh, preparing articles of impeachment for Ray. I've signed on to an impeachment uh, a bill for Director Ray. I think the House needs to move forward with this. We now have direct evidence that they are retaliating against whistleblowers who are protected under the law. Uh, via Congress, and we need to take action. If we don't, the American people uh, are just going to shake their head and wonder why Republicans are in charge of the House and nothing happens to the individuals that are violating our laws. That is 100% correct, Congressman Greg Stubbe. Thank you very much for telling the truth. Now, I predict that uh, the, the FBI and Christopher Ray will laugh at Congress, scoff at them, um, uh, and that the Congress will uh, offer this feckless, uh, contempt of Congress charge, which will go nowhere, and Ray will go on vacation without a care in the world. Um, also out of Baltimore, the story just happened, just what it, the, the beating took place on Friday, but the story just came out today. Two pro-life protesters, they call them anti-abortion, WBAL in Baltimore, two pro-life protesters were attacked outside of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Baltimore. Investigators said on Friday morning that two men, 73 years old and 80 years old, were outside the Planned Parenthood clinic on Howard Street when a man, listen to this description from the police, dressed in a gray T-shirt, blue jeans, and brown shoes, attacked the two men. They said there was an exchange of ideas, the police said. It's all on video. And uh, the two men were beaten. This man looks like he was beaten with a baseball bat in the face. Uh, and well, they were rushed to the emergency room, and, and the press doesn't care because they're pro-life and they got to, you know, harvest the organs of all the black babies in Baltimore. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.